Another weekend, another series of hockey games at Mullen Center. UMass is taking on Union this time. Looking to build off what they did last weekend. We got the series preview for you. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 39 of High Character. We have another big weekend coming up, two games against Union, UMass, playing Union, both the games at Mullen Center. Uh, kind of a tick down from the last series we had against number one Denver, but still fun to get a nice series going again. My name is Cameron, and I am joined by my good pal, Evan. Evan, how you doing, man? Doing pretty well. Another Another series that I'm looking forward to watching should be I don't know, like on paper, it doesn't look the most hotly contested, but it feel it always feels like Carvel has nothing but nice things to say about his opponents. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to be taking this game just as seriously as all the rest, but I definitely think this will be a good weekend for UMass to uh, impose their will on another team and really kind of get their, their identity flowing. You know, obviously we did that last weekend, but I think this will be a good momentum weekend to keep it going. Yeah, and if you if you don't know anything about Union, last year they had a very bad, very bad season. Uh, they caught got caught in the crossfire a couple times on our show for basically no reason. Uh, a little unfair to them, but um, they are coming to town, not poised to have a great season. Uh, Evan and I were kind of drawing comparisons earlier to last year's series against LIU when they came into Mullins, but. Uh, Definitely don't want to take your foot off the gas. Definitely want to keep keep building off of those really nice wins from last weekend. Um, yeah, anything that anything that stands out off the top of your head about this series before we dive into it? I mean, Union has. I mean, I'm looking at their schedule right now, and I mean, me and you were talking about it before the before we started recording, but they they had an overtime loss to Connecticut, you know, against UConn, and that is a decent result all things considered you know like you look at their their overall standings like they won against RIT which I don't really think is the strongest team either and then they absolutely thrashed Bentley five to one like those those are not the strongest opponents that you could kind of be facing so I think we're going to be like their first you know legitimate threat you know obviously the UConn games were you know, a decent, you know, respectable opponent, you know, they're ranked just as we are, but I think we're really kind of like a top 10 team that they can kind of test themselves with. And I I don't, if, if I'm a union fan right now, I'm not looking forward to this weekend too, too much. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned their couple of their game outcomes. Let's just jump in. Um, they've played six games. So I guess I could just mention all of them. Uh, Union's record two, three, and one. Um, they played RIT twice. One of them was a 4-3 win. One of them was an 8-5 to loss. That one made a couple of headlines just from the score. Um, another game, 2-2 two two tie versus Army. Um, the 4-3 to overtime loss to UConn, like you mentioned, and they also lost to UConn again, 4-1. to And like you said, they beat Bentley 5-1. to So um, definitely could score from what we see from those scores, but it looks like they get scored on quite a bit. Yeah, and just – eight to five man like what is what is that you know what I mean like that just you're not supposed to let in eight goals in a game like that you know like me saying that out loud that sounds extremely obvious to say but like 
that's egregious. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the fact that you were even able to score five, you know what I mean? Like that game was just a total just blowout, you know, like and on both ends, just absolutely is up and down, you know, hockey, just offense on both ends, which is unreal. But yeah, defensively, they are not looking too hot. And I think that's going to be an area that we can definitely exploit them on. I don't see ourselves like, obviously we're going to stick to that defensive mentality whenever possible, but I think this is really going to be the weekend to turn up, you know, the intensity on the offensive end and really take it to the other team. Yeah, definitely a different style than UMass from what we could see on the surface. Um, if you listen to us, you definitely know what I'm about to tell you, but UMass comes in uh, two zero and one. They tied uh, at AIC in the first game of the season, and then they beat number one Denver four to two and three nothing. And UMass definitely plays more of a defensive style of hockey and kind of takes advantage where they can of loose pucks or, or errant passes or something like that. So um, if, if Union's making defensive mistakes, I'd look for UMass to definitely jump on them for sure. And uh, yeah, I'm not sure. They seem like they score a lot, but uh, UMass hasn't been giving up a lot of goals. And I guess that crosses over into the goaltender conversation we've seen uh, Luke Pavisic play all three games for UMass, and he's been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, in three games, a 1.3 goals per game average and a 965 save percentage. Um, I'm curious what your thoughts are on him getting both games. He's the clear number one at this point, but uh, maybe we see another situation like what happened with LIU last year where you might uh, might have the backup play one of these games. What do you think? Yeah, I mean – just just to look at his numbers real quick holy crap like yeah. just you saying that out loud that's like that's literally like Devin Levi all season last year and we were just talking about him for you know any any time that we could when we were talking about Northeastern like if we can get that type of performance out of, out of Pavisic dude like consistently it's a wrap you know what I mean like that's un, unbelievable like we're just going to be so dangerous you know in any game that we play but yeah to, to touch more on the actual question that you ended up asking me um yeah, I, I could definitely see Cole Brady getting a shot this weekend because it gets to the point where you got to see what you have. You know what I mean? Like, yep. you can't just ride one goalie the entire time. You you got to give Pavisic a break, you know? Like, he's had a weeks-long rest from what was a very, very athletic set of, set of performances for him where he was having to do quite a bit. You know, he was moving around. He was facing a lot of shots. He was very busy and active in the net, so... I mean, when you when you look at it on paper as a quote-unquote weaker opponent, I don't think the coaching staff is necessarily looking at that and thinking that because they're going to take every opponent seriously. Like, Carvel's been on record as, you know, saying any team can beat any other team. You know, like, we've seen that all the time. I'm pretty sure there were a ton of upsets last week. In, you know, UMass not even being included in that, just across the entire college hockey landscape. So I would not be surprised in the slightest if we see Cole Brady um, I, I would most likely, I feel like we'll see him in the second game. I feel like he kind of let Pavisic ride out his hot start and see where it goes from there. But yeah, I think even just from the perspective of both one, giving him a rest and two, just giving Brady a shot. You know what I mean? Like it gets to a point where you don't really want your goalie to go that long without any sort of legitimate game time. So it just, it, it just makes sense on a lot of, on a lot of ends for me. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think it's something that we'll have to look out for as the season goes on. Obviously, Pavisic only got like three games worth of, of time last year. So um, if he if he starts every game, it's going to be a, a huge, huge uptick in minutes. So you might not want to see that drastic of a change 
uh, from one season to another. You might want to uh, span that out for a couple seasons. I just wanted to give uh, myself a little pat on the back for uh, Carvel had a podcast interview uh, over the last week, and he mentioned that um, he's noticed Pavisic kind of selling out on a lot of pucks. Something that I mentioned in the last pod, it just made me uh, made me feel pretty good. But that's something that might be um, taxing, especially if you do that a lot against good opponents. Definitely drains you of more energy. So uh, I think everything points towards Cole Brady getting one of these games this week. Yeah, you, yeah, you definitely don't want Pavisic kind of being the like the guy this early on just from a pure stamina standpoint like you just have no idea how long he can keep this up for and you know I think Brady could definitely be a guy that can come in you know and still do a job you know like we we've yet to really seen him you know in a full you know a full 60 minute game context we only saw him in that one period of the exhibition where quite frankly he did well I think he stopped all 11 shots that were coming at him in that third period so it's kind of funny how Pavisic had the worst kind of start in that exhibition game out of all the goalies, but yet now he's popping off probably as literally one of the best goalies in the nation right now, statistically. So it's super interesting, but I just think is my final thought on the whole thing. I think you got to keep Brady on a bit of a short leash. I think you give him the run out on Saturday, but if he starts to look poor, throw, throw Pavisic right back in, you know, cause you know what you're going to get with Pavisic at least as of recently. Mm-hmm. And you don't really want to let him get out of that that hot streak, especially if your backup potentially puts in a poor performance. But that's just me. Yeah, I think I think we're definitely on the same page in terms of that. Um, as for the union goaltender side of things, uh, they've had one guy, Connor Murphy, who started five of their six games, um, and his numbers aren't great. 3.1 goals per game with an 895 save percentage. Um, they're the other goaltender they have, Kyle Chavette, um, he started one game, but he's played in three, so he's come in in relief of Murphy for a couple of them. His numbers are, are worse, 3.7 goals per game average and 8.91 save percentage. Uh, we could see this coming with how many goals they've given up in those six games, but um, definitely doesn't seem, at least early on, that they have a, a competent option to turn to on the union side. Yeah, before I even go any farther, I just want to – I'm looking at their Elite Prospects page, and their third-listed goalie is named Merrick Pipes. Imagine having a dude named Pipes in between the pipes. We've seen that on one team before, haven't we? I want to say that sounds familiar now that I think about it. Like, there's definitely been some interesting goalie names that have have popped up, especially, like, with the third stringers. I feel like sometimes you just get a walk-on, and they just say, we're picking that guy. He has a sick last name. Like, I want to see that on the jersey. Like – this dude, I'm not trying to call him out or anything, but he's played one game for Union, and that was back in his freshman year. 15.52 goals against average in a 667 save percentage, <laughs> which, good lord! But Looks yeah, like to throw one of us out there, literally. I I don't know. I might I might get a save or two. <laughs> Who knows? We'll see. But um, yeah. To actually get back on on track here, if you if both of your goalies have above a three goals against average, and both of them have below a 900 save percentage we got problems mm-hmm. like that's that is not how you want to start your season off um and yeah i just we gotta we gotta capitalize on that you know what i mean like they are not playing well defensively and they're not they're not performing well you know they're not playing well as a team in front of their their, their tendies so we just have to exploit that and really just do our thing in our offensive zone you know what i mean wear them down as we always do get pucks to the net there's you know, you're not going to really find these two goalies, whichever one ends up playing, most likely Murphy, just 
based off the games played, I'm assuming it'll be Murphy playing. Um, you don't want him to get into kind of a rhythm and kind of gain some of his confidence back. You really just want to attack him as much as humanly possible and try and get some high quality chances on him. Yeah, definitely. Um, another thing that we like to touch on in these episodes is the the leading scorer for each team. This early in the season is a little little tough to really differentiate the best player from that, but we'll mention them anyway. Um, on the UMass side, a lot of guys with uh, three, four points. Uh, only one has four points. It's Scott Morrow, uh, two goals and two assists, and he's definitely made his presence felt uh, for UMass in these first three games. Yeah, no, Morrow's been amazing. I mean, I, I do kind of want to touch upon the fact that you mentioned that our point scoring has been extremely kind of, you know, leveled out amongst many players. You know, there really isn't just one guy that's taken over which kind of seemed like was the case last season when we had Trevino, like he was really the guy to do it all. But I feel like we're a lot more balanced in our offensive, you know, approach and everything like that. Like we have a lot of skilled players and a lot of guys that can make contributions. And I think that's really dangerous, you know, considering the fact that we have really four lines that can be effective in the offensive zone, which I think is super cool. And I think it'll really make it tough for opponents to game plan against us. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, just wanted to mention him and his line mate, Elliot McDermott, uh, easily lead the team in shots. They uh, Morrow has 12, McDermott has 10, and then the next best is six, and that's Reed Lebster. So they're, they're, that line itself is making its presence felt a lot on the ice so far. 100%. All right, and then the leading scorer that we have for Union, his name is Nate Hanley. He's got two goals um, and six assists for eight points. They have another guy who has um, seven points on seven assists, uh, but I don't know. I don't know if anybody catches your eye as a real threat on that team. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at both of the guys you just mentioned. So Nate Hanley, the guy with eight points and then John Prokop, interesting name. I'm kind of a fan of that one um, <laughs> with the seven assists, but it, it's kind of interesting to me, like just seeing, it kind of seems unsustainable. Like they're both at a, you know, over a point per game pace, but like, I'm looking at their at their stats from last season when they both played in the USHL. It seems like they're both freshmen. The, you know, Nate Hanley comes in. He had 53 games played last season, only 27 points. Now he's over a point per game. It's like, dude, what kind of hot start are you having? Like, that's insane. Mm. And then you look at Prokop, 58 games played last season, 15 points, minus 22. Just throwing that out there. That's terrible. Now he's over a point per game. Like, you go from averaging, what, basically – you know, a point every three games or so. Now you're averaging a point every game. Like, where did this come from? You know, like, it just doesn't seem like it's very sustainable, at least compared to their stats from previous seasons. So mm-hmm. they're they're definitely off to a hot start, but I, I think we can cool them down quite a bit with our team defense. Yeah, I, I think you got to look at their opponents. You got RIT, Army, and Bentley for four games. Yeah. It's an inviting uh, opponent for sure to to score against, so – Definitely don't put too much into that, but if we see a couple points from those guys this weekend, maybe they're the real deal. We'll have to see. All right, so uh, that kind of wraps up everything that we we have to say. You have any any final thoughts? Any expectations for how the weekend should go in your mind? I I need two wins. Very simple, just two wins. We you know we did what people were thinking was the impossible last weekend. Now we have a quote unquote more reasonable opponent. We got to keep the same mentality no matter who we got in front of us, you know, going up against. So it's just don't lose sight, you know, of 
the important things of, you know, Carvel's game plan. You just got to always be on the puck, skate, skate, skate. Don't lose the work ethic, just fast, hard, prepared, go for it. Cause if, if we don't take union, you know, seriously, they could definitely, you know, do, do what we did to Denver. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the, the, you know, any team can beat any team. So as long as we take it seriously, that's the key for me. And on an un, or I guess it's still a game related note, but I'm going to be at the games most likely by myself. Anybody's trying to come through section T see your boy. Cause I need people to high five in the stands whenever we score. And if the game goes how I expect it to go, we're going to be scoring a lot. So I'm going to need all the people in section T to, you know, be around me and show some love whenever we end up getting big goals against the uh, union. So <laughs> just throwing that out there but yeah i'm super pumped for the series it's gonna be awesome yeah i un- i unfortunately likely won't be at either of the games so uh if you're coming and you want to hang out with evan hit him up for sure uh one thing i am excited for is as we were watching um umass versus denver last weekend and from what we've heard from coach carvel there's still some things that this team can work on which i think mm-hmm. is pretty exciting so um definitely could use a little bit um a little bit better job of getting the puck out of the out of the zone on defense um limit the odd man rush kind of thing i think there's a few things that a uh, team can definitely tune up and i think the um i think the potential is extremely high as we keep going we didn't know exactly what it would be coming into the season but from everything we've seen so far uh our expectations have skyrocketed for sure which is cool 100% all right, that's everything we have. We're looking forward to UMass versus Union. Both games from the Mullen Center Friday and Saturday. After the series, we'll have another one of our series recaps. So be on the lookout for that. But uh, until then, hope you guys hope you guys catch Evan at the game and go UMass. Go UMass. Take care, everybody. Hope to see you guys there.